we conclude today, Tanya Pedek Lamed Dalid, the Pedek that inspires us to feel even greater joy by knowing that we are fulfilling the purpose of the entire creation, that our Avoida gives God a dwelling place. As we explained, a dwelling place means the place where God feels at most at home, where God's inner desire can be revealed. And that happens firstly when a Yid learns Torah, because the Torah is God's desire. And when we learn the Torah, we are revealing God's inner will. Now, as we fit, concluded in the beginning of Pentecostal, truth be told, ideally, that we should be learning Torah day and night, 24-7. And then 24-7, we are affording God a dinner. And therefore, we are happy that we give it to God and we can feel even God's joy when he feels at home. And even the Jew that is unable to learn day and night, as of yet, the very fact that Alter Rebbe says that we have such a desire, and how do we know we have that desire? Because if and when God gives us greater abundance, so therefore we have a more freed up time. The moment I demonstrate that if I have extra time, I'm, learning, I'm using it for tighter study, then we can argue that even if I'm not learning at 24-7, I would have... If I would be able to, and Machshava Teva, Kodesh Baruch Hu Mitzvah, says if I'm doing it. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, the other times that we are not learning, we're busy making a living. And when a yid goes ahead and gives tzedakah, even though we don't give everything away to tzedakah, but the fact that we give part of our livelihood away to tzedakah, not only does it afford God a living place, a dira, in the tzedakah that we give, but this elevates all of the rest of the income that we have, and all of it becomes a dira lo yizbarach. Like we find in the Beis Amigdash that not all animals in the world are brought as karbanis, but the fact that from the world some of it is offered on the Mizbeach, the entire world becomes a dwelling place for God. And here comes the most important part of, of Pedek Lamedalit. So in conclusion, people can feel brokenhearted by their lower parts imperfections. And there's a time and place for that. The Rebbe says, that at the same time that a person feels joy, it's possible to at the same time to feel the humility that we should all experience from our imperfections. And one doesn't contradict the other. Daltenebe writes a very important point, a very deep psychological fact, based on a, on a story that we have in the Zohar, that there was a time that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi was explaining al Pikabola the inner meaning of the Churban of the Beis Amigdosh. And the sadness and, and, and the, the, the destruction, the churban that the temple's destruction brings about Baruchnias. And the son, Rabbi Lazar, on one hand, was overcome with a very deep feeling of sadness because now he really understood how bad, how tragic the churban is. And at the same time, he had tremendous joy because he learned a new Torah. He understood a part of Torah that he never knew before. So the Zohar uses the expression that he was smiling from one side of his face and he was frowning from the other side of the face. Says the Alter Rebbe, that means that as long as the cause of the joy and the cause of the sadness is not coming from the same place, Simcha by Rabbi Lazar was coming because he learned a new title. Sadness was coming because of the Churban. We are able to experience two opposite emotions at the same time. So we should understand that at the same time that a Yid feels as we should feel humbled because of our imperfections. At that same time, we are able to experience the joy from the fact that we have a neshama and that we are the ones that bring about to God Almighty that did Allah is to be continued.